Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza Christina, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick for TikTok and Instagram, The Gratitude Chick 2, that's T-O-O, for Facebook, and join my Facebook group, The Magic of Gratitude. Start your gratitude journey today with 21 Days of Thankfulness, available now on Amazon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. So today we are continuing our episodes on our mindset journey. I really hope that you guys are putting in that work and noticing a difference in how, you know, your mind is is right now and, and noticing a, a difference and a shift in your perspective and things that's going on in your life. I really hope that um, you've mastered the art of stopping, uh, you know, negative thoughts from, you know, reverberating through your mind. And, you know, I, at this point, I think you've learned some good things to put into practice. So I hope it is working for you. So today I want to talk about journaling. I am a huge proponent of journaling. I believe in getting your thoughts out because we manifest and create our lives through our thoughts, our feelings, and our beliefs. If you don't know what your thoughts are, or if you're not tuned in to your feelings or even the thoughts that are just constantly, you know, coming at you, the best thing to do is to journal. You have to get your thoughts out. You have to get your thoughts in order. You have to get yourself to a place where you are in control of the flow of your thoughts. So the purpose for today is to give you guys some journal prompts. And I personally am not a person that likes to buy journals that have journal prompts. That's just not my thing. Just simply because I do a lot of journaling. I write, you know, I do gratitude letters. I write out uh, daily 10 things that I'm grateful for. Um, I write, you know, whatever it is that I write, I like to, you know, come up with that. But then there are times when I do like journal prompts and I, I still don't want that in full of, you know, like a journal or a notebook, which is why I created a bunch of notebooks on Amazon um, just for the purpose of having a beautiful notebook to look at where you can write your thoughts. So one of my most recent ones is called Black Girl Magic Self-Love Notebook. And it has a beautiful black girl, um, just like her face and hair on the top. And it's this pretty color pink. It is gorgeous. I love it. And I actually just got it. You know, this is one of the ones I sent to myself because this makes me want to write. And that's the entire purpose why I have a notebook line on Amazon because I want, you know, we're we're living in a digital world. Yes. And a lot of people think, well, I'll just type on my notes. And while that is is okay for me, it is much better for me um, to write it out. 
instead of typing on my laptop or my iPad or my or my phone. The idea of having this beautiful notebook with some awesome pens to sit and just write to my heart's content. That is what I love about journaling. So that's why I created this entire journal line. I have like 30 journals on Amazon. If you look me up, Luanza Christina, L-A-W-A, N is in Nancy, Z is in Zebra, A, then Christina, and you'll see my line of notebooks from flowers to cityscapes to anime, anything. I have it up on there. But anyway, so today's um, today we're going to talk about journal prompts. And again, like I said, I don't, I would not create um, a journal with journal prompts. Now, I even as I say that, I do have one for weight loss. Um, it's a, it has a note section, but there are prompts in there to write down your your weight, your man, measurements, and things like that. Um, and my um, my gratitude book, 21 Days of Thankfulness, it doesn't really have journal prompts, but it does have kind of a, a catch-up day, plus, you know, a space to write your gratefuls and then just notes. So it does have that. But for these journal prompts, um, I'm going to give you six that will kind of get you to thinking, um, to kind of put your thoughts in order of where you are right now and what it is that you need to change or what you feel that you need to change. So that's kind of the purpose of this video. So the first one, which I think is number one, that you we all need to ask ourselves these questions because if you can't get past number one, then you're not going to manifest anything. So number one, the first question is, do you feel worthy of manifesting and attracting your desires. Now, really think on this question and let your thoughts pour out. Many times our mindsets are set from a young age on what we feel worthy about. Our self-esteem comes from those that have, you know, charge over us, whether it be our parents or guardians, grandparents, whatever it is. That is where our self-esteem is built because they teach us how to feel about us. We don't just grow up or, you know, we're not just born feeling great about ourselves. No, people can either make you feel good about yourself or make you feel bad about yourself as a child. So when you grow up in a situation where no one pours good things into you, that is, who, that is where your worth is. That's your worth. Whatever it is that you're feeling about yourself and what other people are making you feel about yourself as a child, that becomes your worth that you carry through your life until you change it, right? So right now we are attacking how we feel about ourselves. Do you feel worthy of getting the things that you are asking for? Because if you don't feel worthy, then that thing that you want or those things that you want, that life that you want, remains a wish. And you can't live in the wish fulfilled if you are just looking at it on a pedestal. You know what I mean? So for this exercise, you have to really be true to yourself for this journal prompt. And, and, and really, because I see a lot of people... You know, they say all these good things about themselves online. But when you really get to the heart of it, is it a facade or is it the truth? 
And that is what you have to decide and determine for yourself with this question. Do you feel worthy of receiving the desires that you are asking for? Do you feel worthy? Do you feel worthy? You have to determine your own worth. And the sad part and the sad reality is, there's a lot of people having kids out here who don't understand that the the things that they say to their children, they're establishing the worth for their children. They are. They're establishing the the foundation of how that child is going to feel about themselves the rest of their lives. So, for instance, me, my mother died when I was eight, and I don't remember anything about when she was alive. I remember myself in situations when she she was still living, but she was con- she's conveniently not in my memories. So I don't remember anything about my mother. But um, I did go and live with my mother's family. And I will say that after 10 years, from 8 to 18, before I went to college, the foundation that was set during that time was low self-esteem. I was an overweight child. And one of my uncles called me Big Mama because... and, And I was overweight because food was definitely my crutch, but... Also, I grew breasts at a very early age. By the time I was 11, I was a C cup. And then at 12, I was a D cup. So when you're when you have huge breasts like this and you're a child in your mind, but grown men see you as an adult, I was sexually harassed um, from from a child from 11. You know what I mean? So because of that, I didn't move. And it's just, I didn't move because I was very conscious of the leering that was around me. And I'm going to be honest, most of the leering that was around me was from church folks. So I'm just putting that out there. But I was very conscious of that. So I didn't move. Most people in my life don't know why I just stop moving. I used to love to jump double dutch and, you know, play with my friends. But because I was 11 and most of my friends did not have boobs and I was leered at a lot. I went to a school that went from kindergarten to 12th grade and I had a lot of older boys just like on me. And I was, I was a child. I was a kid in my mind. I was not fast. I was a kid. And it was, it was, it was, um, I was afraid. I was terrified, you know, and, um, because of that, I didn't move and I got bigger and bigger and bigger because I wouldn't move. And it's just simply because don't look at me. I don't want to move and my boobs move and you're looking at me and I could say more things, but it would just involve too much. And, you know, <laughs> so I'm I'm going to say this. I'm just going to leave it there and say this is that is the reason why. Um, one of the reasons why I, I did get bigger, because not only did one of my uncles call me big mama, you know, as a kid, as a kid going through puberty. But, you know, I had a lot of uh, negative things said about me from my family um, the bigger I got. So I had. 
I had a great facade though. My facade was, I am gorgeous. I am fine. I am beautiful. You couldn't tell me I wasn't, but that's what I projected. Inside, I believed what they said. So um, if you have people in charge over you, or if you're in charge of, of children, you know, your own children or, you know, you're raising your nieces and nephews or whoever, make sure that you're pouring good things into them because you are their foundation. And how they feel about themselves based on the things that you say to them and about them and what they hear about themselves is how they will live their lives until they decide to change things. And I, again, I'm 47 and I am just at a point in my life where I am changing things. Not at 47, but I started in 2020. Yeah, I only started in 2020. And it was just simply because I wasn't clued in to me. I wasn't. I wasn't clued in. You know, I went around life with a facade saying this, that, and the other. When in reality, um, I, I didn't like me. You know, I didn't like who I had to become to protect me. And that's really, you know... It, it was a terrible situation. I feel like I'm definitely in a better situation mentally, but I have a long way to go. But I am passing on the things that I've learned so far. So prompt number two, what would the version of you who already has this manifestation do? Uh, I would say 2.1. What steps would, would you take? What energy would you have? What mindset would you hold? The purpose of this four-part question is to get yourself into the feeling state of living in the moment where what you want exists and you are living it. So when you think about the things that you are trying to, to get in your life or that you're trying to, what life you're trying to create, you have to determine to yourself, what would you do when you have these things, you know? What energy would you have? Like, what mindset would you hold? These are things that you, I want you to write down because you need, once you write down and establish this, this is what you need to have from that day forth. Because the the way that you are going to manifest those goals and, and that life that you want is to feel the feeling of the wish fulfilled and be grateful for it. And that is one of the reasons why I'm, I am a huge proponent of these gratitude letters because it, it allows you to feel the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Like I tell you guys all the time, gratitude is not only praise and prayer, but it is a feeling state. So once you um, write this, this information down for this second journal prompt, take what you, what you're saying here along with your, um, goals and things that you're trying to create, write a gratitude letter from, from that state of already having what it is that you want and, and set your mindset towards gratitude for having it. Hold that mindset and read that gratitude letter day and night for at least 30 days. Because what you want to do is attack your mind and show your mind that you are living in a place 
in the feeling of already having what it is that you desire and you are being grateful for having it. So that is journal prompt number two. Now, number three, do you listen to your intuition or do you allow your logical mind to trick you out of growing into the best version of you? When you are growing to your next level, it can be uncomfortable. So your logical mind will try to force you back. This question makes you aware of that tendency so that you can fight through it. And again, the question is, do you listen to your intuition or do you allow your logical mind to trick you out of growing into the best version of you? And here is kind of an example of that. When you are, you know, starting to practice gratitude and changing your mindset and you're growing from a place of seeing is believing to living in the wish fulfilled your logical mind has already is already set on seeing is believing so you're at that point is the crossroad you either go here on the left to where your logical mind says seeing is believing or you cross over here to faith knowing that Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So that is the crossroads and why you have to decide whether or not you're going to follow your intuition a la faith or you're going to stay with your logical mind that tells you seeing is believing. So for me, I am past the crossroads, um, but I also, it's like a yo-yo sometimes, you know? where you're over here on the right having this faith because faith is the substance of things hopeful, honey. And then, yeah, yo-yo, you know, kind of throws you back and says, well, you know what, seeing is believing. So I'm at that yo-yo point <laughs> where sometimes the yo-yo is over here. So I am trying to, to not even bridge the gap. I am trying to chop this bridge over seeing is believing to... I am living over here in the wish fulfilled thanks to thankful um thanks to grace uh, faith and gratitude. So that is the uh the question for number 3. That's the number 3 journal prompt. Excuse me, I've been tripping over things. Okay, so number 4. Are the actions you are taking right now contributing to who you want to be mentally? where you want to go in life, and what you are trying to manifest. Oftentimes, we procrastinate with taking action, even if it's things you can do without the help of others. Okay, so are the actions you're taking right now contributing to who you want to be mentally, where you want to go in life, and what you are trying to manifest? So basically, this question is asking us, what are you doing right now that is is allowing you to manifest the goals that you want in your life and, um, you know, changing your mindset? What are you doing? I will tell you what I'm doing. What I am doing is I've established a morning routine that has me get up, say my prayers. Um, you know, I have a devotional page, so I get up, I 
you know, read some scriptures. I do, you know, make a devotional post. Then I do my gratefuls, which are my 10 things every day with counting your blessings, 10 things that you're grateful for. Um, I read my gratitude letter. I do my affirmations. I get up, I wash my face, brush my teeth. Like these are the things that I am doing every day to change my mindset. Um, that's, that is literally my mindset actions right there. So that's that part. Now the, the other part is, are the actions you're taking right now contributing to who you want to be mentally? Yes. With my morning routine. Now my, my nighttime routine needs to need some work and it needs some work because I am, I'm just going to say this. Okay. I am on this Sarah J. Mass crusade. Like she has the greatest books and I have been binging her books. And so that is why my nighttime routine has suffered. I have read a court of a court of thorns and roses and throne of glass and now I'm on Crescent City. So my nighttime routine has taken a hit. <laughs> <laughs> because I am literally reading until I just <sighs> say a prayer and go to sleep. So I'm sorry. That was me snoring. Sorry about that. Um, but my, the nighttime routine that I had established before I, I just got, you know, you know, tangled up with Sarah is um, before I go to bed, you know, say your prayers. I say my do my gratitude letter, which I read out loud. Um, I get an affirmation and I'm going to, before we close, I was going to do an episode on affirmations, but I think we are past that. So I'm going to give you guys the affirmation that I, I, you know, love right now. And, um, then I go to sleep because I, when I'm reading, um, the book, I, you guys know, I read this book to you guys, um, the power of your subconscious mind and dr joseph murphy said in that book that what you read excuse me what you have in your mind before you go to sleep your subconscious mind pulls that and starts working on it so for me um my goal is to try to have some kind of positive thought or affirmation in my mind um that you know is there while i'm going to sleep now Actually, I'm, I'm going to tell you this now since it's on my mind. Um, one night, a few weeks back, I woke up. I, You know, and what's crazy is that I, I was waking up with, you know, just so much, th- so many things that once, once I started this um, nighttime and, and morning routine, I was waking up with like so many good things. Like one night I woke up to a offer letter that was crazy from a, a interview that I had. Um, it, it was in my mind. And um, then this, this night, this happened um, with the affirmation. I'm trying to find the affirmation, sorry. Okay, and so this affirmation I woke up to, it says, I am open and ready to receive all of the goodness God has stored for me. So I woke up one night, I was, I was literally in a deep sleep and that, that, that affirmation was going in and in and in my mind, like in and around my mind and it woke me up. And the first thing I did when I woke up is I pulled up a text and I just typed it in 
and sent it to myself and I went back to sleep. But before I went back to sleep, it was st- it was still just going and going and going in my mind. And the fact that what what is so awesome about this this affirmation is it says I am open and ready to receive all of the goodness God has stored for me. So what this told me is that all of these things, all of this goodness, this goodness that I want in my life, God already has it stored for me. It's already there. He's storing it up for me. And this thing is telling, is is helping me to change my mindset to allow me to be open and ready to receive. Open and ready to receive. Because when you think of the goodness of God and all of the blessings that he has done in your life and to see and to know that he has so many, you know, so much more stored for you, this affirmation just kind of blew me because it just came out of nowhere while I was sleeping. And I don't want to say nowhere. I do believe God gave this to me so that it could help me in my mindset to be open and ready to receive. So this is the mind this is the affirmation that I'm on right now because in my mind, in my thoughts and in my beliefs, this was given to me by God. So I'm going to definitely <laughs> I'm definitely going to say it. So that is the affirmation that I am using right now because my goal is to be open and ready ready to receive the goodness that God has for me. So here we are to journal prompt number five. Are you being your most authentic self? Are you truthful with you? So this to me, again, goes, it just like piggybacks on number one. If you don't know what your worth is, it's because you are not being truthful to yourself. You are not living authentically. Now, a, a, a kind of thing that I wrote here says, are you allowing others, religion, etc., to chase you away from who you really are, what you want or what you want to be? The more you are authentically you, the happier and more grateful you are. And this is how you stay high vibing daily. So, a lot of times we are influenced by things that are external to us and our, our mindsets and what we believe are internal things. It has to do with you and God. It has nothing to do with anyone outside of you. So my advice is always to be truthful to you and always be truthful to God because he already knows. So you trying to hide it from him is 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 really silly so and 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 you have to get to a place where you real you're realizing that things that sit outside of you are not as important as those that are inside of you even the bible says greater greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world so you have to get to a place where you are more concerned with how you feel inside than what people perceive you to be outside. You know, I grew up with the saying that a good name is rather to be had than silver and gold. And well, well, and 
that may be true. I couldn't even get my word out. That may be true in some instances. But for me, I think it is better for me on how I feel inside because I am manifesting and creating good things in my life when I feel good inside. But if I am just playing at feeling good, that does nothing for me. Who are you trying to benefit? Those that are looking at you or you? And, and, and you know, you may think it's selfish to say that, but I am coming from a place, um, I pour into people all day with my posts on social media I have thousands of followers with my podcast you know with talking to people coaching people I pour into people and in order for me to pour into those people into you into people who listen to me my well has to be full so it is not selfish for me to love me and to take care of me first so that I can pour into you because I can't pour into anyone when my well is run dry. And that is why when my well is run dry, I take time away from social media. I take time away from posting and things like that because when you are continually try to pour into people, it, it turns out to be, um, it's not good is, is what I w- really want to say because it ends up being like for me, I'll say this when I am not in a place where my well is full, then I can be rude. I can be snarky. You know, I can, you know, it's just, I'm not nice. I, I'm not kind is what I I want to say. Like I am I can be very patient with people when my when my well is full. I can listen to you and give you great advice. But when I am irritated because my well is low and when my well is low, my vibrations are low. That's not what you want in your life. You don't want me recording from a place where my vibrations are low. You don't want to hear that. So I try to record when my vibes are super high because to me, I am passing that energy to you guys. And what I want from you to get from me when you're listening to these podcasts is that you're getting good information for your life to create for your life because I am in a place where I am able to give you this information. So, and this is how I feel when I post on um, TikTok or Facebook or Instagram. I post things that resonate with me, that when I think about these things and I write it out, it resonates very much with me. And like I told you guys, I have the gift of gab. So, um, I don't have a script. You know, today I have journal prompts, like I wrote out, wrote out the questions and things. But I generally, I don't have a script. This is as much of a script as I'm ever going to have when I have like um, questions to ask or things like this. But I don't work with the script. I literally just, just speak. And it's because God has gifted me the ability to be able to speak about different subjects that I love to speak about. And he gives me the words to say. And so if I am in a place where my well is dry then the words that 
I say are not going to be inspired by God. It's going to be inspired by Luanza. And at that point, just go on and delete me, child. <laughs> okay, so now number six. Do you genuinely believe God will give you the desires of your heart when you state what they are clearly and concisely? Do you, and, and listen, this is a struggle for many people, especially Christians. Belief is crucial to manifesting our desires. We manifest with our thoughts, beliefs, and feelings. If you don't believe that you are worthy to receive or don't believe that you will receive at all, you are repelling your desires and putting them firmly back into the wish category. That is what happens when you don't believe that God will give you the desires of your heart. And a lot of times our belief and our faith wavers because it takes too long in our estimation. And it takes too long because we live in a microwave society. Everything we want is right here. We live in a, in a society where we don't even have to get up and cook if we don't want to. We don't have to grocery shop if we don't want to. Because we have apps for these things, you know? If I want to post on social media, it takes me two seconds. Everything that we want in this world is right here. Everything is at our fingertips. If I want to call somebody, I pick up the phone and dial a number. I don't even have to dial a number, really. It's, it's, if, I, if you're programmed in my phone, it's literally finding you, pressing a button. If I want to if I just want to say I love you, send a text. Back when I was growing up, you had to, you know, send people <laughs> messages through the mail. Seven to ten business days, you know. But now you can pull up email or send a text message or call somebody on the phone from the bathroom or, you know, I don't know, driving down the road. You can do all of that now. So because we live in a society where everything is available now, when we don't get the desires of our heart in three business days, we are tripping. You know, God doesn't hear me. God doesn't, you know, want to bless me. And and I'm saying this from experience because my expectation is that I want what I want when I want it. That is my expectation. But God, he said his thoughts are not our thoughts, neither are his ways our ways. That is what he says. As high as the heavens are from the earth are his thoughts from our thoughts and his ways from our ways. So what if I just because my expectation is I want what I want, what I want it doesn't mean that that's that he's going to do it for me. He is God. He is God all by himself. He don't need my help. So as a result of that, of me being on God's timing, it results in me having hardships that I create for myself because I don't have the patience in this microwave society to wait on God who is unchanging. The same God who blessed Sarah, Abraham's wife, is is her name Sarah? If her name is not Sarah, please forgive me. I think it's Sarah. With her baby at 80. But what happened? What happened with her? She told Abraham, go into my handmaid. Because she was trying to rush God. There is no rushing God. That is why the Bible tells us what faith is. 
And that is why when we when we have the steps to request our desires, it is ask, believe, and receive, right? I have put a little arrow in the believing and receiving arrow, and I wrote in gratitude. And the reason why is because if I am focused on living in the end, and I've written my gratitude letter for the things that I want, and I'm being grateful for having it, then will that will that push the hand of God? I don't know if I if we have the ability to do that. But I think that the more that you are grateful, the more he will see that. And he because when you're grateful, there's no way to mask gratitude. You can't put on a facade. You're either grateful or you're not. So when you when you start practicing gratitude, that's down in your heart. That is in your mind. That is in your entire being. So there is no way to pretend that you're grateful. So I, I believe that once you are living and practicing gratitude, the daily practice, and this is your life, you are the gratitude chick, you know? Once you are doing that, I believe God moves. And I believe that God will move on your behalf faster when you are grateful. That is what I believe. I don't believe that, you know, we serve or I serve an honorary God. I don't believe that. But I also believe that, um, you know, this world causes us to have many hardships. And a lot of people attribute that to God. I can't contribute that, attribute that to God because, you know, there are evil people or evil things in this world. The devil is the prince of the world. So I can't attribute things that hang me up on God. But I can say that he is teaching me to use my mind better. He is teaching me how to create my life with this awesome mind that he's given us. We didn't, I didn't know how awesome our mind was until I started my journey. We have so much power that he's given us. The Bible says we were made in his image and in his likeness. So as, as a result of that, we have the power with our thoughts and with our words to create as well. And because we have this power in our minds and in our thoughts and in our words, we have to cultivate that for our goodness because this world cultivates it for our detriment. It does. And if you are in a situation, especially when you're young, if you're raised by people, you know, especially, you know, if you're a black American and a lot of times our grandparents and things, they they definitely didn't have this knowledge because they come from an era of first slavery and then Jim Crow. So not only did their parents, you know, beat them with a fear stick so that they would live, you know, they had to, to live in a world as a black person in America. And while it has definitely gotten better for black people, it, we still are second class citizens in this, in this country. So with all the things that black people 
have had to deal with. And I, and again, even while I'm saying black people, I don't negate anybody else's struggles. I can only talk and come from a place of what I know my ancestors have experienced. So I can't speak about Jewish people. I'm not Jewish. I can't speak about any any other culture or any other race of people because I am not them. I can only speak about black people. I can't even speak about black men because I'm not a black man. I can speak about black women. But I am, I am speaking about black people as a whole um, because we have, in this country experienced a lot of racism, systemic racism as well. So when you have all of that, that is going in your mind, these are things that you are passing down to your children. And there is a spirit of fear that runs rampant through the, through black people because of things that our ancestors have endured and have passed down through the centuries. So as a result of that, our worth has been steeped into what what America, what society has had to say about us. And it's been it's been terrible. But I my goal with this entire journey is to say you have the power over your own thoughts and you have the power to choose how you feel and how you think and you have the power to stop a negative thought from completing and you have the power to replace negative thoughts with thoughts of good and thoughts of gratitude you have that power the entire purpose of this mindset journey is to empower you to reset your mindset to something that is going to give you the best life possible. That's the entire purpose of this mindset journey. So I hope this um, these journal prompts have helped you. Again, don't forget to go to um, Amazon and get you some of these good uh, journals that I have created. They are $7.99 all on Amazon. So go ahead and, and support your girl. Um, link in the bio if you have uh if you're on spotify or apple i think on google too but i have links all through my bio um so you guys go click on my link tree in my bio um and go get you some of those journals it says journals galore once you click on the link tree or if you're just going to amazon just look up my name luanza christina and um, you'll see all of my books Thank you guys so much for listening today. I really hope that you you got something from this episode. I was excited when I sat down um, to talk about it because I am a journaler from way back when it used to be diaries, child. So I am a journaler. So I want you guys to um, become journalers because it will definitely help your mindset. And again, you can always jot things down on your notes app and things, but it's not the same as actually sitting down and journaling and keeping a book of your thoughts. And the reason why I would keep a book of my thoughts is I always want to go back to see where I started and to see how far I've come. I keep a book on thing or my blessings. I have a book of blessings. Every time I get a blessing, I write it out and I'm, you know, I kind of just write a gratitude letter for that blessing. So these are the reason why I have so many journals because I just, 
I love it, but I'm also a writer. So thank you guys so much again for listening. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza Christina, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and give it five stars. If you have not already, get your copy of my book, 21 Days of Thankfulness, available now on Amazon.